Hey loves, it's Yolanda Renee, host of From Shadow to Sacred, It's Sex in a Raw, a podcast where we are here to educate, entertain, and inform about all things sex, sexuality, and sensuality. I myself am a board-certified, kink-conscious sex therapist, and I am here to create the space. You ready? Let's go. Hey loves, I am so excited. This is another episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex in a Raw. Yes. And guess what, y'all? This is my solo episode number two for episode number 10 of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex in a Raw. Every fifth episode, I go solo just so y'all, you know, can get to know y'all host a little bit. I ask some folks what questions they might have for me. And I got a couple of responses. I could have got some more. So I'm going to ad lib a little bit. So I got three questions I'm going to be answering for love season because we're in the month of February and Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So I'm going to be answering a couple of questions around that topic. I've done another podcast where I hopped on the microphone by myself and gave a bit more background as to who I am. Go ahead and check. One of the questions that was broached actually when I was in Clubhouse. I jumped on a stage with a colleague of mine, I guess you could call him Ronnie, Ronnie Walker. (laughs) He is a relationship coach and he is pretty dynamic. And he answered the question in a way that I thought was super dope. So the question was around, how can you kind of spice it up if you're dating during these COVID times, these pandemic times? How can you keep things interesting? How can you not get bored considering that we are in this time frame where you can't really go to many places, right? Because things kind of shut down. Um, you can only eat so many meals from, what's that? What do, we, what do we call that? Grubhub and all these other places. So what can you do to keep it interesting and spicy? <laughs> Before we get into what Ronnie said, because, you know, before we get there, some things you can do to kind of keep things interesting and fresh when you have become a bit bored with the same old, same old routine of you talking on the phone, you're texting, you're FaceTiming and things like that. My question would be, what level of intimacy have you all explored? Meaning, What type of conversations are you having that goes deeper than the surface level of, you know, what you like to do, what's your favorite color, what you like to eat, tell me about your family. Are you really getting to know one another on a level that is beyond the surface? Are you asking questions that gets to the the soul of a person? Now, if you're just dating and it's kind of casual, you may or may not be interested in asking those type of questions. But if this is someone you see you're really trying to connect with and potentially have a future with, then this would be a really good opportunity during this whole COVID time to get to know one another on a level that's deeper than what we typically do when we're dating. We asking those shallow questions and we are typically afraid to get us deep, we feel like, oh, maybe it's too soon to ask those questions. Well, right now, ain't nothing but space and opportunity. So it's a perfect time to ask those questions. What would you pursue? Where would you go? If we could go anywhere in the world on a vacation, where would you want to go and why? Ask the questions that is going to create conversation that lasts longer than two minutes. What you doing today? I don't know, nothing. What you want to eat? Mm, What you want to (laughs) eat? conversations that are a bit more rich and that getting to know one another intimately on an intellectual level can have your partner begin to really appreciate you 
on a different level. They can begin to see you with different eyes. And this is typically something that happens when we're dating online anyway, because it requires us to, if we want to really have a connection with someone to communicate. I hear a lot of people talking about online dating is so trash because people don't know how to communicate. There lacks depth. And so this is an opportunity to get a little deeper by having intimate conversations. If you already then did those things, if y'all already getting it in, y'all didn't already have a sexual relationship and y'all want to spice that piece up, <laughs> Ronnie, I'm going to have to tag him a little bit later so y'all can know who I'm talking about. Ronnie mentioned when we were in on the clubhouse stage and we were talking about, you know, having a little, a little virtual happy time, having a little virtual sexual relations where you're doing your thing and you on video, you FaceTime and you having all the fun. He said... Stream that bad boy to your 64-inch television and do your thing. He said, you ain't seen nothing yet until you have some video sex via the big screen. Okay, so that is a tidbit from my guy, Ronnie. If you're already doing the thing, y'all already exploring at that level, make it spicy because you can see it in 4D, okay, on the big screen. That's a, <laughs> that's a tidbit from my guy, Ronnie. Y'all need to check him out because I really love that suggestion, okay? Something else I mentioned while we were on Clubhouse is you can make it fun. Like this shit don't have to be so serious. It don't have to be so stuffy. I mentioned having a hat. I should have my cowgirl hat. I should go get it. I might get it later. But you can have a hat and you can talk about your fantasies. Like it's so funny that as grown folks, it's real easy to have the sex. Yes, I said the sex. But when it comes to talking about it, everybody all closed mouth, everybody embarrassed. No one wants to share their fantasies or things they're thinking about. It's like, come on now, y'all. We grown or are we grown? So get a hat, write down some of your fantasies. Some of the things you've been dreaming about, thinking about, might've been too embarrassed to really share it. And hey, you know this person better than I do. You can get as buck wild as you want. Only thing they can do is be like, nah, I ain't trying to do that one. Mm -mm, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. You want to do what? <laughs> so put your different ideas of just something you might want to try. And it doesn't have to be outrageous. It could be simply, you know, this time I want to do it with the lights on. You know, I've always been too embarrassed or too shy to have sex with the lights on because I've been um, a bit uncomfortable or a bit shy about seeing my body in the light. And I've, I've never really done it before, but I'm interested in doing that with you. It can be something as simple as that. And how, how beautiful that is to share that level of intimacy with someone where you get to challenge your insecurities and your fears by sharing that with your mate in a situation that is so connective if we allow it to be. So you put all your different fantasies in the hat and you pull one out and say, hey, tonight, we're going to do one of these. We're going to do the hat trick. We're going to pull one of these out the hat. And we're going to talk about it because all about consent and intent, you know, getting consent. We have the conversation. I want to do it with the lights on. Cool. We cool with that? We're good with that? Yes. And so we already know that this is what we're going to do. We're going to get it popping at some point. And you don't have to do it right as soon as you pull it out. <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as soon as you take the... <laughs> As soon as you take the little sheet out of the hat, you don't have to start implementing right there. You can wait. You can do that before y'all even see each other. You can do that on FaceTime. Y'all can have it already and throw it in the hat. And one of y'all can pull out the fantasy that y'all want to do. And y'all already know that this night is going to be, 
with this in mind. The intent is that this is going to happen and we're giving each other consent that this is what's going to happen. And y'all go about y'all date, y'all go out, y'all eat. If y'all, you know, going to eat, go out safely because COVID. Y'all come back home and y'all unwind, have a couple cocktails if that's what y'all do, already knowing that anticipation is building because y'all already said, man, we're going to try um, those cuffs you got. We're going to try those tonight, right? We're going to try that blindfold. We're going to do a whole little mini scene. We're doing that tonight. You already know. Well, y'all out at the restaurant. Well, y'all out at the restaurant. That's already in the back of your mind. As you guys are having conversation, already in the back of your mind. As you're in the car, if you guys are traveling somewhere via car, y'all thinking about it. You know what I mean? And so by the time it's time to do the do and get down to the get down, Y'all have had this rich anticipation building and building and building, you know, and then when you guys begin to interact, allow it to be fun. It's okay to laugh in sexual situations like, oh, that's that's not the way them cuffs work. They too loose. Oh, baby, they too tight. We need to loosen them up. Allow your, yourself to bring your whole self to the bedroom or whatever room y'all doing, y'all doing. Allow yourself to be completely and authentically yourself. That's how we connect on a level that transcends just the physical. I don't know how limber y'all are. We got all these challenges. Play Twister, play Strip Twister. Like that is so fun, okay? Yeah. <laughs> By the time y'all done, it's gonna be a whole situation. Hopefully y'all don't break nothing or sprain nothing. If y'all do, I am not responsible, okay? So. But that's just a fun idea. If you got an old school twister, don't do it tipsy. Don't do it under any type of, <laughs> don't do it under influence of any type of substance because I don't need nobody breaking their damn neck. But it's fun. Y'all play strip twister. And as y'all trying to do these moves, it's sexual tension, but also competition if you're with that type of person because y'all want to win, right? You know what I mean? And it's just different ways to, to inject some, fun, some spontaneity, and just a level of lightheartedness to the situation. Everything is, not everything, a lot of stuff is really heavy right now. So just being able to add a touch of lightheartedness to your relationship during this time can make things so much more fun and enjoyable. So that is question number one. Okay, so the second question was, if you've been with your mate for a while, like two, three, four years, you know, that kind of middle of the tier role, like y'all, y'all know each other well enough, but y'all haven't been together 30 years. Things are kind of becoming a bit, the newness has started to wear off, right? That, that's the shininess is starting to wear off the relationship. And we've kind of got into the groove of life, right? Paying bills, going to work, kids, if you have them, all of those things, the routine starts to set in. And again, the relationship might not be as much fun. It might not be as connective as it used to be. And we're beginning to maybe grow a little bit apart. We, there's beginning to be some distance between you all. And the question was, how do we reconnect? And this kind of goes back to a little bit of what I said in the first question. What could create some form of intimacy and reconnection with your partner is again, to get to know them on a different level. Because we get so into our routine, we get so stuck in the monotony or the mon mundaneness of our day-to-day -day that we begin to take for granted that this person we've been with for so many years, that we know them, 
right? That we know everything about them. We already anticipate what they're gonna say to a question before we even ask it. And sometimes we don't ask the question because we think we know what that person is going to respond, right? And so we fall into this semi-rut where there is nothing to discover. At least this is what we think. Like, I know this person. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I already know what they're going to do. I know what they're going to say. You know, when we're in a bedroom, I know they're going to do this move. They're going to flip me this way. It's going to last this long. And there's nothing to explore. And the thing about humans, (laughs) some more than others, when we feel like there's nothing new to learn, when we feel like there's nothing new to get out of a situation, we tend to get bored and we begin to check out. But the thing about it is that our mate is such a rich spring of inspiration and information that we typically don't tap into because we're so busy just going about the day-to-day, whatever it might look like. The The more stressful it is, the more full it is, the less connective we tend to be with our mate because we just take a lot of things for granted and we're just busy living life. What can make your partner more attractive to you and you more attractive to your partner is to see that spark in you. Whatever that like look whatever that might look like, what creates a spark in you? What gets you excited that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your mate? What makes life enjoyable to you? When your mate sees you joyful with that spark on your face where you're feeling really good when you're excited and they see you from a distance it's like they're seeing a version of them of their mate that they don't really know yet or they haven't seen in a while what originally probably attracted them to you in the first place they're like oh my baby a beast she a boss they a boss they out here they going to school they're getting their money they excited they're doing their thing and it creates a level of chemistry and excitement they're like oh that's that turned me on when you're doing your thing when you hustling i love that caveat if the other person is not also doing things that bring them joy that excites them that lights them up sometimes if they see you have that they can be turned off because if I see my mate, they running around, they doing their thing, they handling their business, and I'm not, I can be threatened by the fact that you seem to have a joy and a spark for life, and I'm still trying to figure out what mine is. That can be difficult for some relationships. If we think about like those who are into entrepreneurship, those who are really about you know, striving for new goals, they're really driven and they have a partner who might not be as driven and they're also not content. Like if I feel like, boo, do you, gets to run around. I'm chilling, I'm cool with what I'm doing. I'm gonna hold down the the home front. I'm not intimidated and I'm not frustrated. I'm not threatened by you doing your thing because I'm content, I'm cool, I'm good where I'm at. But if I'm not good where I'm at and I see you doing your thing and you're being joyful, that can create some resentment. So I just wanted to put that caveat in there that if we are both doing our thing, we're both happy, we're both joyful, we're both driven, that can create some chemistry and some kinetic energy that draws y'all together again. That's that spark. When you're moving through space and you're feeling good and you're feeling like you're on fire, that is attractive. 
to someone who is also in that same space or to someone who is content where they are and they are proud of what you're doing. They can look, look at my baby girl. <laughs> look at them doing their thing. I am so damn proud of them. That's some sexy shit. They're doing them. I love that. I want to know more about that person because that person is driven. Okay. Another caveat, the person who is driven also needs to make sure that they are intentionally making time for their mate. Right. Because oftentimes when we are driven, when we are doing our things, sometimes we're so focused on whatever it is we're doing, business endeavor, creative project, whatever. Sometimes we are not intentional about creating and making space for our partners. Okay, so we want to also make sure we are plugging in to our families and all that other stuff so that they won't feel like they are not a priority. Do your thing and also make time for your partner, your mate, the person you're dating so that they understand they are also a priority. Okay, so I'm gonna recap that one real quick. Getting to know your person on a level of them finding out more about themselves, them becoming more self-aware, them finding joys that they might've lost or they might've forgotten or they just stopped doing. Like if you used to be a poet and you loved it and for whatever reason, life happens and now you're no longer doing those things. Encourage that. Encourage your mate to explore something that excites them and makes them feel good and energizes them and it will bring some new connectivity within your relationship. I promise you that's some sexy stuff to get to know your person on a different level, a a version of themselves that you don't know, that you're looking like, I want to get to know that version. I like that. That shit's sexy. Okay, this is for those who have been in relationship for a while and feel like things have kind of gotten a little stagnant. Explore and encourage that they figure out what ignites them that is separate from the relationship. This is just about them as an individual and you as an individual. And have those rich conversations around things that might seem small or mundane, but we have so many opportunities to enrich our relationships through things we might take advantage of or we just disregard such as taking a walk, you know, something as simple as that. Have a goal together. Have a goal together. Whether or not, like my guy and I, we are currently doing Whole30 together. We are on day 27, I think. I miss wine, y'all. If you know that you and your mate can be a good team when it comes to having goals together, I think that's a great way to create intimacy with one another. It could be like, we're going to learn the language together. We're going to learn Spanish. We're going to learn French. We're going to learn Sanskrit. I'm in a yoga teacher training. I'm trying to learn Sanskrit. Okay. (laughs) Something like that, a committed, something that brings you two together, that brings you two together. Read a book. Y'all don't have to read it at the same time, but have a little mini book club together where y'all read books or articles or whatever, and y'all have conversation. I don't think we understand just how intimate good conversation is, how connective good conversation is. And if your person, if you talk about the five love languages, if they like gifts, gift them a book. Think about what it is that they enjoy or what brings them what lights them up. My guy's into IT. I give him a little IT things that makes him feel good. 
that brings him joy and lights him up. I gave him for Christmas. I didn't know what to buy because he was doing a computer build. He wanted to do a computer build. I don't know what the hell about no damn computer build. So I got him a gift card and say, this is to help start off your computer build because I didn't know what pieces to buy. Things like that, that your person will really appreciate if they like words of affirmation, affirm what they want to do, support them through words with what they want to do. If they like physical touch, as y'all reading the book, lay up on one another. As you're watching a movie, lay up on one another. It's not all about sex. It's about the intimacy that can then enhance and improve and up-level your sex. Okay. All right. That was question number two. Question number three. Mm -hmm. So this one is about Valentine's Day. Okay. What can we do about Valentine's Day if we're single? How do you celebrate Valentine's Day if you're single? So now granted, I'm not, but believe me, when I got divorced, <laughs> I was single for a minute. So I, I get it. What do you do? And a lot of this is probably going to sound cliche. A lot of this is going to be like, whatever, that's easier said than done. Granted, it is. For those who are single for Valentine's Day and they might be feeling some type of way, they might be missing that connection and, you know, with a mate or with just a companion. A couple of things. First and foremost, spoil yourself just off the bat. Spoil your damn self, but not frivolously. Spoil yourself with intention. If there's something you wanted to do, if there's a trip you wanted to go on, maybe you can't go now because COVID, buy a future ticket. Spoil your damn self. Invest in yourself. What is it that you want to do, that you've thought about doing, that you wanted to pursue, that you used to do but stopped? Invest in yourself. Take a class. Everything is online now. You ain't even really got to worry about trying to get to where you're going. It don't even have to be in the state. Invest in yourself. Take some classes that you're interested in. I want to learn how to play the damn guitar. I think I'm going to look up some lessons online so I can learn how to play the guitar. Invest in you. Spoil yourself. Men, women, and everyone in between. If you are single on Valentine's Day and you're feeling some type of way about it, really focus on investing in yourself. For the actual day, if you think you want to take a trip somewhere, spend some of the day watching videos about where you want to go. You want to go to the, everybody want to go to the Maldives or they want to go to Bali or they want to go to Dubai. If that's where you want to go, I say buy a ticket or put a down a down payment or where you want to go, set a date and start doing what you need to do to make that happen for yourself. And that be your focus really began to pour into yourself. And we hear this all the time. Ooh, this is a good time to be self-aware and focus on you and do you. And it's true. It is true. And I also understand how that doesn't stop you from still feeling however you're feeling. If you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling a little blue, if you're feeling a little down or you're feeling sad, I get it. That's why my suggestion is to focus on what can bring you joy in a moment or what can bring you joy within the next six months and then focus your intention on making it happen. You know, if you got good, good girlfriends or friends in general, if you can do some socially distance, send something to a friend. I sent a edible basket to one of my good girlfriends because I just felt like she might need it. 
you know, something on my heart, say, send something to her, send something to somebody else, send something to your girls. If you have kids, celebrate with your babies. I've done that. I'll buy my girls something for Valentine's Day, although I think they daddy should be doing it, but that's a whole different conversation. Ain't going to even go there. I celebrate my babies for Valentine's Day, although I'm not a really big fan of it. Don't celebrate it like that. Kids, they're around it. They hear about it. That's also something you can do. Some might, might think that this suggestion is a bit controversial. Communicate with people. Flirt. Have fun with that. I hear the dating scene is hot, garbage, trash, dumpster fire, all of the things. However, I personally think it can be fun to flirt. You're single, okay? You don't owe anybody anything. Be straight up, be honest, be upfront, and flirt. Have communication. See where people's head is at. You know, have some virtual dates. I mean, this takes some of the pressure off with COVID because you ain't got to worry about hooking up or, you know, when we going to meet and linking up in person. Just have fun in the fantasy. COVID gives us so much opportunity to just fantasize and live in this idea of what we would like things to be and explore that. That can be fun. I say take full advantage of getting your flirt on. Have fun with that. Okay, for my single folks, I think that is something that you can really take advantage of and you have the opportunity to just move around. If they ain't your cup of tea, sorry, this doesn't work for me. I'm not interested. Thanks. And move the fuck around. Okay. I mean, there's some advantages to this day thing during COVID. We can eliminate the creeps a lot easier because they don't know where you live. Y'all ain't met up. Yeah. Okay, so that is my suggestion for my scene. I love my Afro beast. Hey, happy love month. Episode 10, episode 10, episode 10. From shadow to sacred is sex in a raw. Hey, it's been Yolinda Renee, your host. Answering y'all questions live on the Facebook page. Hey. 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 This has been episode 10 of From Shadow to Sacred. It's sex in a row. Until next time. Peace. Hey. See y'all on the flip. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hey loves, now I hope y'all enjoyed that last episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex in a Raw and that y'all are staying in tuned and following us in all of the places so you can get the episodes as they drop. Until next time, see y'all on the flip. Bye for now.